Hello, and welcome to the Parental Advisory Movie Podcast. We are your hosts, Jeff Hall and Patrick Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids, as well as movies we have seen without them. Good evening, Patrick. How's it going? Doing pretty good on this Sunday, August 6th. How about you, Jay? Doing well on this Sunday, August 6th. <laughs> yes. Uh, here we are two weeks again. So <laughs> it happens. All right. Um, yeah, uh, a couple of reasons why we didn't record last week. Uh, that's um, just one, I just hadn't had a chance to go out to see anything. Um, I did watch the Beanie Bubble, which I'll talk on another episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was really all I'd watched and just had time for. And I'd been feeling a little off. Like just, I wouldn't, I didn't feel sick per se, but I think just the allergies and everything just was really kind of, you know, uh, giving me a run for my money. Yeah. So I, I just knew it wouldn't be a good recording session. So, you know, so it's like, well, we'll, we could just take a week off. And plus I had to get some adulting done. Finally got my oil changed and my tires rotated. So, you know, I had to get some of that stuff done as well. Um, So, yeah, a couple of reasons why we we almost didn't even make it this week. (laughs) Um, Just because, you know, life's weird and scheduling. Kids have a dentist appointment tomorrow. So like 930. So. Yep. And then Tuesday, school starts here in uh, the Metro Nashville, Davidson County area. Already. Already back. Yeah, Kyle started Thursday, this past Thursday. That's crazy. Two days in. That's crazy. Yeah. But um, she's happy about her classes. She got one uh, cosmetology class, uh, personal finance he even saw crim- criminal justice. I forgot if it was this semester or if it's next, but okay. she's got, she got some interesting classes this year. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's excited. Cool. Um, I wish I could say the same for both of my kids. Both of them are highly ups, not highly. Both of them are, we'll say, let down, if mm-hmm. not just, you know, upset. Grayson found out all of her friends are in a, diff- are in a different class, only like one person from her class from last year is in her class this year. Yeah. So like all of her friends are in other, other classes. And then, um, same thing with Yorick, like all his, everybody in his circle or in other classes, you know, other teachers, I think he said one person who I didn't even, he said one name, which I didn't recognize, but apparently is in the circle, I guess. Yeah. And, but he's not like, super close with but but he's chill yeah no yeah no they're chill yeah it's cool like okay (laughs) (laughs) so grayson i think might be taking a little bit hard i don't know york was kind of i don't say mopey but he he was a lot more uh quieter you know than no you know than usual and i kept asking if anything was wrong he said no but i knew he's Something was, he just didn't want to talk, which is fine. I mean, it happens. And uh, and that he kind of ended up finally opening up and telling me later, and that's what it was. I was like, well, damn. So it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, um, but I think once 
school starts up and they get moving, you know. Yeah. You know, all it is is just gives opportunity to make new friends, which I know is kind of part of it, but yeah, we'll see. Just that uh, that whole adjustment from what you're used to. Yes, yeah, yeah, definitely. And York's planning on taking journalism this year, or at least photography for journalism and doing your book. Yeah. So I think that'll be good for him. Um, it'll be fun. So, yep. Tuesday will be my brother's birthday also. So uh, happy birthday, brother Jeremy. Be 43 this year. So, All right. Happy birthday. Yes. And then uh, our one August birthday. <laughs> our one summer birthday at that, actually. And then uh, next, you know, then a few weeks later, it'll be my my oldest niece, Avery's uh, birthday, September 4th. And then that next week is Grayson's big nine coming up. So, but yeah, uh, <laughs> it's just keep older. older. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I'm glad she's finally turning nine because I keep telling people Grayson's nine for like two months now. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's not quite there yet. But yeah, I've already kind of rounded up. Yeah. I said, well, she's almost nine. I mean, she's not. I mean, she's not nine, but she's she'll be nine in a couple. Close months. enough. <laughs> yeah, it's more or less kind of how I put it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's close enough. Who cares? Uh, but no, everybody's everybody here is doing well though. Uh, Ruth is living her best Barbie life right now. Um, yeah. She went and got her hair cut and colored, and it is the most blonde I've seen it. Probably, I I don't even think she's had i don't think she's ever had this this blonde but i mean it looks good but i like joking with her i like joking with her i asked uh when i first saw her grace was in the backseat of her car i go i said are you being kidnapped who is this woman that's driving you around (laughs) (laughs) no that's mommy no it's it's pretty blonde (laughs) it is taking some getting used to i'm not gonna lie there yeah um but no but it looks good on though and she likes and that's all that matters facts uh but yeah uh, that's you know i guess about it around here uh, yeah. yeah so oddly enough even after two weeks we've only got two trailers to speak of wow yeah right at least two that i'm aware of we'll say two that i'm aware of yeah uh we have the exorcist colon believer I know you'll go see it. Of course. I'm still trying to decide if I'm going to. Yeah. Somehow they got Ellen Burstyn talked into coming back and <laughs> being in this movie. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if James Wan directed it, but I know he produced it. So I'm. Um, I don't know. Um, I'm. I don't know. The looks, premise looks, seems kind of. It looks crazy, but yeah. I, I don't know if it's my kind of crazy. <laughs> crazy creepy i mean there's been some decent horror movies that's been out this year and i'm like man it's not even october yet and yeah. a lot of the good ones are out so i'm curious what'll come out closer to that time so but um it just, yeah it looks, it it looks just realized, yeah just realized jennifer nettles from sugarland the country music group sugarland is in this movie she plays the mom it looks like leslie odom jr yeah, from Hamilton. Oh, today's his forty third birthday. I think I saw. Yeah, and Dowd, who I absolutely love. I hadn't seen her in anything in a minute. Um, 
But yeah, so The Exorcist Believer. It's going to be a long one, too. It's a two-hour movie. <laughs> it's the sequel to the 1973 film about a 12-year-old girl who is possessed by a mysterious demonic entity, forcing her mother to seek the help of two priests to save her. <clears throat> so, directed by David Gordon Green. Uh, and, I mean, he's a decent director. He... I believe he directed, yeah, he directed the, uh, I think he did the Halloween reboots. He produced them for sure, but uh, I feel like he directed them too. Uh, yeah, he did Halloween from 2018, Halloween Kills 2021. Yeah, okay. Yeah, David Gordon Green is the one that did the Halloween remix, which is what I thought. Um, yeah, I don't know. That, I, Maybe when it gets closer to time, we'll find out. Yeah. Uh, that drops on Ruth's, on Ruth's birthday, actually, on October 13th. Also, a Friday the 13th. At least it's actually coming out in October. Yes. And, you know, it's perfect marketing. It's like, well, we have to drop this on Friday the 13th. It's a scary movie. It's what yep. we do. So. The next thing, I think... Can't remember I sent it to you, but I know I sent it to Ruth. Um, <laughs> and then I, I put the poster at least on our, <clears throat> on our Facebook group page. We have Slother House. Emily Young, a senior, wants to be elected to as her sorority's president. She adopts a cute sloth, thinking it can uh, become the new mascot. And help her win until a string of fatalities implicate the sloth as the main suspect in the murders. Uh, this is actually going to drop August 30th, so here at the end of the month. Hey, I wonder if it'll be the, a wide the, release. I don't know, but the trailer is out though. Um, <laughs> it looks it looks so hokey, but I can't wait. <laughs> Slow murders. I'm going to get you. It, yeah, it literally the tagline is "Don't rush, <laughs> die slow." Is in "Don't rush," you know, for the sorority. Yeah, <laughs> very clever. I'm all for it, and it's got a bunch of people you've never, you don't know. I mean, it's the, as independent as it can get. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, I'm all for it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it looks so silly. Um. I'm sure it's in the same kind of vein as Cocaine Bear. Just real campy and just silly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll try and get the trailer poster to our group page uh, ASAP because it's just, yeah. <laughs> it looks kind of quirky and campy. Yes, it looks amazing. I'm all for it. And, dude, that's all we got for trailers. I mean, it just is. I mean, it's not much going on right now. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there was another one. Oh, man, what was the camp? It was one we saw. There was uh, before. It wasn't theater camp. What was the other one? Camp Hideout? Camp Hideaway? I think it's Camp Hideout. Yeah, Camp Hideout uh, is another one, actually, that we saw at least uh, before Ninja Turtles. So it is coming out September 15th after a troubled teen steals an important item from two big city goons. 
He hides in a church summer camp and finds he must protect his newfound friends at all costs when the goons track him down. So, uh, Christopher Lloyd is in this one. Corbin Blue, Ethan Drew, that rhymed. Uh, Amanda Layton. So, yeah, there's... Yeah, looks good. It, it looks fun. I mean, looks like it'll be a good, fun kids movie. Okay. It's just weird that a movie about a camp is coming out mid-September instead of, you know, like now. Right. So, but that's fine. Um, it looks fun, though. It looks like it'll be a great uh, movie to take your take family to. Rated PG. No runtime right now, but yeah. Interesting enough, the last couple movies I watched... I got there right as the trailers were ending, which oh. you know, usually I'm early, so I don't know. <laughs> and then when Shoot I went on. to see, when I did watch Hunted Mansion, there was no trailer. Like, it just had the Regal promo stuff at the beginning, and it just went straight to the movie. Oh, you lucky. Which, was, which I was like, it's weird. <laughs> but, yes. Because I've now don't get, like, I, I don't want to say I was stressed, but... I'm not ever like trying to be in a hurry to get there before the movie starts. Yeah. Because mo- especially now, cause I think we've talked about this before that it takes so long for trailers. I mean, trailers take forever. They're between the trailers and the commercials. It's roughly 20 to 25 minutes. Yeah. And so most trailers you can watch on IMDb or on YouTube. So you're not, need to hurry up and get there or else you never or else you miss it it's just you can always go look it up true and so so like when me like york and i were like 10 minutes late we didn't Mm -hmm. miss a thing like we just didn't miss anything we still had other trailers we still had trailers to watch when we got there and i've gotten in the habit of looking to see what time it is when the trail when the actual movie starts versus what the what the uh run your you know what versus the time that listed. is listed that you yeah. bought the ticket for yeah and today for Honda mansion it was an 11 40 show show started at 1205 that was about right or 1207 right around there yeah because i've noticed that even if they have a listed time trailers start maybe five minutes after that and so then you add about yeah. 20 minutes to that but um, like I almost like when I went to see Hunter Mansion, I almost just was just kind of just taking my time, and um, the movie started about five minutes when the trailers would start. Wow! So if I had got there any later, I would have missed at least ten minutes of the movie. Dang! So it worked out that I didn't, because I was going to go <clears throat> to concessions. Mm-hmm. But some said, "No, nah, go ahead and sit down." And so I did that. The lines were still long because you still got Barbie and Oppenheimer going. Oh, Oppenheimer's yeah. still, still going strong. <laughs> and Barbie uh, yes. hit a million, hit a billion. I was just, yeah, <laughs> hit a billion. I, I was going to mention that, yeah. Yep. So First movie directed by a female to reach a billion dollars. Yep. I think it said, I think what I read today was 472 or 474 million domestic, 572, whatever that math makes it work out to at least yeah uh worldwide you know plus overseas so put that together and that gets you your one billion so don't take my figures literal just know that it's right roughly around that area it adds up to a billion just roll with it yeah yeah <laughs> the total is a billion yes and still going like it's literally 17 days 
It's been yeah. out 17 days and made that. Shoot, might, might have to get in their avatar numbers. Yeah. Yep. Shoot. Never know. Or never know. Uh, I did pre-order my I Am Ken Enough uh, hoodie, so pre-ordered that on the Mattel site. So that's what I will be wearing for Halloween this year. And so we're looking at the uh, headband. That's the only thing I'm going to have to really worry about. So. Yeah. Um, I had shared a... I meant to send it to you, but it's a meme from with um with Simu Lu from Shang Chi uh-huh. yeah. when he's going against his dad and um oh did I save it? I didn't. I think I just shared it. But basically, okay. yeah. you know, he's saying like dad's have to do this and uh, what what power do you have? Then it shows the scene where he's dancing. He said I'm Ken yeah. I'm Kenneth. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Ah oh, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Love it. Oh goodness. It is uh it is definitely something that is like I I don't know, I I really wanted it to do well mm-hmm. just because I love Greta Gerwig and all of her movies that she you know, because I've been a fan of hers from way back when she was just, you know, acting in these little independent films and every time she had one come out I made sure I tried to find it as quickly as possible and uh check it out. Her and Noah Baumbach's you know, team up always makes me happy because um, they just work so well together. So when she started directing, you know, Lady Bird's one of my favorites, and her and Saoirse Ronan just really just like were a great power couple there. And then Little Women came out. I'm not not really my my kind of story, but I still really enjoyed watching her vision come you know come onto the screen with this plus you know Florence Bue was awesome as Joe. Yep. So yeah, knowing that this was coming out, I was like, this is gonna be amazing. So yeah, so congrats to them. Um, so let's see, that was new. Um and then I sent you the story about one of the financiers from Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Got arrested for child kidnapping uh, in St. Louis, Missouri, um, here recently. So you know, sometimes the irony just bites you, <laughs> just yeah. bites you really hard in the ass. I'm like, of all the things to put money in on it, if you're yeah. doing this, why would you just exactly? That makes sense. <laughs> just, well, you know. If you just want to be found out, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Uh, go with what you know, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. Jesus. Who's using that to get tips? <laughs> oh, bless. All right, man. Let's dub. Let's uh, let's go ahead and hop onto our two double on, into our double features here. Uh, first one came out last week that we didn't talk about because one I hadn't seen it yet until we didn't record. So there we go. Um. We were talking about Disney's technically this is we're going to say their third iteration of uh, Haunted Mansion yeah, because they had Eddie Murphy's original one, I think 2003, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And then they had the Muppet short one, the Muppets Haunted Mansion. And then this one that came out July 28th, rated PG-13. 
with a runtime of two hours and three minutes. A single mom uh, named Gabby, played by Rosario Dawson, hires a, a tour guide, played by Lakeith Stanfield, a psychic, played by Tiffany Haddish, a priest, played by Owen Wilson, and a historian, played by Danny DeVito, to help exercise her newly bought mansion after discovering it is inhabited by ghosts. Directed by Justin Simeon and written by Kate Dippold, this is Haunted Mansion, starring with Keith Stanfield as Ben Mathis, Rosario Dawson as Gabby, Owen Wilson as Father Kent, Tiffany Haddish as Harriet, Danny DeVito as Bruce Davis, Jamie Lee Curtis as Madame Leota, uh, Chase Dillon as Travis, and Morbin Time himself, Jared <laughs> Weedo as the Hatbox Ghost, uh, a.k.a. Crump. So, yeah, um, this, I want to go ahead and kind of preface this by saying that everybody in basically Ruth and I were the only two that wanted to go see this. York was kind of meh. Grayson said, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And would not, but would not change her mind. She's seen the trailer like three times now, you know, in theaters. And this last time when we even, even when uh, her and I went saw Ninja Turtles and they showed Haunted Mansion, it, she like turned away and told me to what she's like, let me know when it's over. And so, uh, we had to let her know when it was over. Yeah. Like, okay, she definitely does not want to see this. So then, of course, it was hard for Ruth and I to find time just by ourselves to go. So knowing that that we were going to record, I'm like, I have to go see this. Sorry. I didn't have to. I I would like to go see this. And then York finally was like, yeah, I'll go. Okay. So him and I went today. Uh, Grayson made the right decision. As a almost nine-year-old, we'll go. Yeah, see, I caught myself there. Yeah. Uh, she knows what she can handle. Like she knows this is too scary for me. Like I really think it's the hat box ghost that probably did was probably what what creeped her out most. Yeah, if that makes sense. And I think she likes. And I I don't even want to say like Disney scares because technically this is a Disney scare, <laughs> but your typical Disney ones that. You know, like Secrets of Sulphur Springs or, you know, stuff like that. It's not really scary, but there's some little creep factor, but it's very minimal. Right. Uh, you know, small little jump scares are okay. But this was going to be a little more intense. Um, the way I thought of it as this, as far as like the scare factor, this is similar to another Disney ride turned into a movie, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean when the pirates are like underwater or when they or at least in the moonlight where it shows their skeletal yeah. uh, form. I can see that kind of scare for younger kids could be what might be a bit much. So um, kids, you know, like York's age, maybe even a little bit younger, but not much, say 11 ish and older, probably I think would enjoy this versus younger kids because it's not really a kid's movie. Yeah, it really does. Cause it does say family, but it's, uh, yeah. Family ish. Ish. (laughs) Family adjacent. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So kind of keep that in mind. If you're, 
thinking about going with your family or taking um taking younger kids to go see it show them the trailer see if they want to yeah if that's gonna if they can make it through the trailer they'll be fine during the movie because there's really nothing that's in the trailer that's gonna be any scarier than what you saw there like the rest in the rest of the film so but yeah a lot of it is kind of exaggerated you know heavy on the cgi yes so yes um so we find, so Rosario Dawson's uh, Gabby and then her son Travis move into this house in uh, what they say about an hour outside of New Orleans. Roughly, roughly about yeah, roughly about that. So uh, they buy this house. First of all, they show up to the house and at night. Who does right. that? Who does that? Never. The house they're moving into, who shows up at, like, dark night? I don't even mean, like... Still it's no like sunlight. Night. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost like it's like Gotham night. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Arkham, show Arkham to, Asylum night. Yeah. I was like, no, nah, man, you go to a hotel and go to it in the morning. <laughs> like right. that's, As soon as I pull but, into the yeah. driveway, and I'm like, nah, let's go check to the hotel. We'll come back at, in yep. the a.m. Come back in the morning. And it's just the two of us? Nah, we good. Yeah. Right. Um... Yeah, so they go to, and then they're asking like the U-Haul drivers or you know her delivery people where they were, and they were still four hours away. Even more reason to be like, okay, well we're gonna go check into a hotel. We'll see you in the morning. Right. It's not like delivery guys are gonna deliver at night anyways. Facts. Because I mean, um, because she even mentioned that they left at the same time. Like, how did they have that big of a time gap? It's almost like they knew like, like, yeah, we're we're just. We're gonna wait. We know we know the story. We're not gonna tell them, but yeah, we get there when we get there. <laughs> right. Yeah. So of course they walk through the they walk through the the haunted mansion, mind you. They're walking through it, and there's like nothing but I mean it's fully furnished already, mm-hmm. and there's just cobwebs everywhere. And of course she's talking about how this would be great for them to fix up. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> like, <laughs> right. right. I don't think, I mean, unless you got some extra money and can, uh, I don't know, me, I'm not trying to be fixing up anything because I don't have the time of, or the money. I wouldn't have the time or the money. I don't care if she is a doctor. I'm curious how much, because I mean, it couldn't have cost much. Yeah. You know. Um, but I'll, but also, did they, like, in York, you leaned over and, and said, did they not, like, see any pictures of this place before they bought it? Right. They get or go check it out, or actually go walk through it. Like, yeah, don't seem like they did because they just walked in. Travis is walking around; he's already scared, yeah. already like barely walking yeah. in. He's scared, uh, starting to see things in the mirror. Yeah. Covers it up. The blanket nope. gets yanked. Then he sees yep. a suit of armor walking around, so he takes off. Yeah, tells his mom like, "Hey, this place is haunted." She yeah. don't believe him. She doesn't believe him until she sees the suit of armor behind suit him. Suit of armor. Yep. <laughs> She's like. All right, we're out of here. Oh, hell no. We're out. That's like the most yeah. realistic thing that they've done. Like, we out. Yes. Yeah. She, she literally goes, oh, hell no. We out. Yep. <laughs> I said, I said, there we go. Yep. I was like, it's a realistic reaction. I, and I was almost like, I wonder if that was improvised. Right. Like dialogue wise, because it's not very Disney dialogue, I guess is a good way to word it. It's like yep. the most authentic. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. So I was like, see. Like that's, that's probably the smartest thing anybody does in this movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and then we, you know, we meet with Keith Stansfield's character Ben, and Ben had met 
you know, there's a flashback scene where Ben had met his wife uh, at a party. Ben was an astrophysicist, but more in theory than in practice, I guess. Something like that. He had developed a lens that supposedly will help people see what they they couldn't. You know, what they couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. And she was a ghost to her, you know, a ghost to her guide. So same but different. Same but different. Yes. And then you don't, you know, then it cuts to present time. And then he's just, uh, you know, he's intoxicated, sitting behind the bar. Joe Coy, comedian Joe Coy is the bartender. Yeah. And uh, small little cameo. And he, uh, Lucky Stanfield's now taking over basically his his wife's ghost tours. Yeah. Which leads us to believe that she's she has passed. Yeah. Without knowing why. And he's having to give these ghost tours fully not believing in ghosts whatsoever. And yeah, yeah things go a bit awry. But then Father Kent shows up and he is <clears throat> convinced and he convinces Ben to come to the Honda Mansion and that she'll because Gabby will pay him two thousand dollars. And the money's always a good motive. Yeah, because he wasn't gonna do it. He's like yeah, Man, I'm not doing it. Get out of my house. First of all, Father Ken just walks in his house. Right, just walks in. <laughs> like, what is that? But then as soon as he mentions the money, it's like, okay, where she live? <laughs> yep. And then he shows up, and of course the battery for his camera is dead. I'm like, bro, that's I would over to that time. I wouldn't over to New York and go. That seems like something you would check to be sure it was charged before you left. Mm-hmm. Or carry a spare battery. But then again, he's. Not living his best life right now, so yeah. <laughs> also, I mean, probably checks out. He's not really wanting to do it anyway. He's just doing it for yeah. the money, so it's like whatever. <laughs> he's really just really in a whatever kind of mode. Yeah. And Gabby warns him, "Listen, it's and it's in the trailer. As soon as you step step in here, this will change your your life will change forever." Yeah. And she wasn't kidding. Nope. So he Choice. goes around, takes fix, takes pretends, you know, makes fake noises to make it sound like he took pictures. Yeah, like that's pretty obvious what he's doing, but yeah, just roll with it. <laughs> yep. So of course, you know, he pretends to do take pictures of you know because his cameras with the lens, special lens, he's supposed to be able to take essentially take pictures of like ghosts or at least outlines of ghosts to let you know if something's there or not. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's like yeah, there's nothing here. Everything's fine. And then he leaves, and then he tries to sleep, and then just weird stuff happens. So he ends up having to come back. Yep. This time with a charged, oddly enough, a charged battery right. in his camera. Prepared this Because things are now following him home. Mm-hmm. So the ghosts are now following him home since he's entered into the haunted mansion. Yep. And then you find out Father Kent's there, and the same thing's happening to him. And <laughs> basically he... Suckered him into doing it because he he pretty much same thing happened to him. He's yeah. like, oh, I know a guy. We'll bring him yeah. in, then he can join in the fun as well. And then they sucker in Tiffany Haddish's character uh, Harriet to do, who's a medium, yeah, to help try and exercise this house and you know uh, talk to the talk to the ghosts and find out what they want so they can all leave or you know sleep and. Basically, get the peace they need. Yeah. But she's a medium that's not very confident in what she does. 
Yeah. She has the skills, just she has the skill, just not, not the that, confidence. But, yeah. To to uh, execute. Yeah. She's got to believe in herself. She's got mm-hmm. to have that have that defining moment where she can will she come through or will she not? And you know, they uh Father Kim you know basically wants to get like a, a team together, like a superhero team more or less, of to help get rid of these ghosts and everything. So the last person they had was uh, the historian, um, Dan DeVito's character, Bruce Davis. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit out there, um, but it's also the what, kind of like what he's been wanting to do. And <laughs> even Ben's like, don't do it. Do not come to the house. Like, we just yep. want information that you can help provide. Don't do it. You know, don't come to the house. And of course, Sure enough, <laughs> later that evening, uh, after uh, after Ben, Father Kent, Gabby, and Harriet try to perform a seance and then and uh, talk to uh, so before or after they met Madame Loyota. Anyways, I think, I think Harry slightly, gets, I think it's before because okay because Harriet happened. gets rushed out of the house in the in in the chair she was in. Basically, kind of just, sh- you know, shoot. Not want to say shoots her, but um, takes her outside the house. It's in the trailer, I believe. Yeah. And dumps her in the mud or whatever. And that chair she was riding in is the exact same shape and type of chair that uh, you would sit in uh, if you were to go ride the Honda Mansion ride at either Disney theme park. So it was modeled after it, I guess you could say. Okay. So and then Ben, of course, shows up and then he's wanting to get in on all this and they keep trying to talk him out of it. And he's like, nope, I'm in it. Like out of, <clears throat> out of everybody, Bruce is the only one that's excited. He's like, yes, this is what I want to do. Like, yes. But then he tells him, like, he's got a weak heart. And he's like, you definitely shouldn't yeah. do this. But yeah, he like, definitely shouldn't do it. It's like, don't no, do it. Don't do it. He's doing not it. doing it anyways. And then same thing happens to him. He gets taken back. Yeah. <laughs> taken out of the chair. <laughs> Uh, but, um, so I think after that, that's when they meet Madame Leota, because when he goes, when Ben goes to the attic and gets that chunk, the trunk where she has her, she's in the crystal ball. She gets trapped there. Yeah. And they meet, uh, it's Constance Hatchaway, Hatchaway, because it's, it's Hatch because of the hatchet. Yeah. Hatchaway. Yeah. Yeah. So see her entity and spirit. She's checking those hatchets. <laughs> really? Yep. So it's great how they really take time to incorporate each, at least I don't want to say major character, but each major part of the ride of the Haunted Major ride into mm-hmm. this movie and try and make it as accurate to this movie as it is on the ride. They actually took some time and care to try and. Have, have you ridden the ride? Have you oh, ridden the Honda? You have, dude. Yeah. I mean, so I've never, we, I haven't. <laughs> okay, so we went and so it's 2016, the the year that was the big debacle for our trip. Um, when uh, Grayson was two, Grayson had was barely two, and York was barely six, uh, or just turned six, pretty much. Um, I think we rode it once. Mm-hmm. 
but this last time when we went uh, in 2021, yeah, and because they had limited, because the park at the time, because it was still COVID, yeah, uh, had limited amount of tickets that they were allowing, basically limited number of people into the park. Right. So the lines were a hell of a lot shorter. We didn't need fast passes for anything like we did in 2016. I think we rode Haunted Mansion like four times because the wait times were like 10 minutes. And then one time we just walked straight on in. Like we didn't have any wait. We just walked straight on in one or two times. Yeah, we went on it like three or four times while we were there this last time. I don't see that happening again. (laughs) But, um, But no, that part was awesome. So, yeah, everybody loved it. And... Yeah, uh, yeah. So we've been on it many times. And it's like Ruth even has a haunted mansion backpack. I've got a couple of the, you know, the uh, in the movie the paintings. Whenever the wall or the ceiling go, the walls get longer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you see the uh, the paintings get longer too. So on the ride, when you go in there, you're standing in this room, and then you see that the that that happens that the walls stretch out, and okay. that the paintings get longer. You see more and more and more of the painting. Because it starts out with just one person, then it winds up one person's on top of another person who's on top of another person that's in quicksand. That's cool. Yeah. Or one or like the in the movie, the lady that was in the painting that was talking to him, telling him to go, you know, check the ceiling again, Mm -hmm. was sitting on top of a uh, on top of a headstone. So in the original picture is just you just see her like uh, cut off at the waist. So then okay. the walls get longer. Then it, you see her sitting on top of a headstone. So okay. <clears throat> that's pretty cool. That's like the first, I guess, visual trick in the uh, on the ride. But that's before you even get on the ride, before you actually get in the chair and have it. Because what it does is it'll take you around and then it'll turn for you to see one thing. And then as you keep going and progressing, it'll start here and then slowly kind of go over here to this side. For you to see stuff and then again turn and face a different direction to see okay. different things. Um, the most famous thing is the dining room with the uh, with the dancing and the you know, dancing and the music and everything. Yeah. <clears throat> and then towards the end, as you start to kind of complete the ride, you see the hitchhikers, um, the three hitchhikers. And then, of course, the hatbox ghost and all this other stuff. So. Okay. Maybe one day I'll get to check that. Yeah, totally, man. If not, I know I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. <laughs> it's yeah. like people filming their trips and filming the rides and stuff like that. But yeah, it's um, it's definitely one of my favorite attractions at Disney. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so yeah, so we all our characters trying to do the seance, man, Wyota's trying to help them. Uh, she's been trapped in here. She, It kind of goes into the whole origin story mm-hmm. of who the Hatbox ghost is. And he, uh, basically his parents, his mom passed, his dad basically kicked him out. So he had no family, no friends until, uh, you know, he starts amassing some things. And then he uh, winds up with money and then is successful and then he uses said wealth to invite all the people that had wronged him and then <laughs> poisons them and stuff. 
had his own red wedding. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I mean, legit, that's yeah. what he did. And so all these people are, and this is in a different house. This is the Crump uh, Manor. So uh, interesting trivia is that the Gracie Manor, which is the one that uh, Gabby and everybody is stuck in, that is, uh, I believe, based the original, or that house is modeled after the original Honda Mansion. Okay. Whereas the Crump Manor is the one that's closest, is most closely modeled to the one that's at, uh, the one in Orlando. So the one I've actually been on. Yeah. Um, having not been to uh, Disneyland yet. Yeah. Gracie Manor is modeled after the original Disneyland Haunted Mansion. Crump Manor is modeled after Magic Kingdom's Haunted Mansion at Walt Disney World. Uh, yeah. So, and then the namesake of William Gracie and the Gracie Manor, the Haunted Mansion's mansion name, stems from Yale Gracie, a Disney in- Imagineer a member of the Academy of Magical Arts, which is their clubhouse, is the Magic Castle in Hollywood, California, which is right next to where we stayed when we were in, uh, when we went uh, two years ago. Um, Yale was one of the, was the one who created an, a modernized version of, quote, Pepper's Ghost Illusion, end quote. He showed a model to Walt Disney who loved it and honored Yale by calling the mansion the Gracie Mansion. Today, the attraction still holds the largest display of Pepper's ghost illusion in the world. It is the dining room scene with the ghost flying around the table. The original working model is still on display at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. So, uh, so yeah. So they go... Because they're trying to find, you know, the best way to, because Manuel says you need, you have to find the one, you have to find an item of the person you're trying to banish. You have to have yeah. that in order for it to work. So once they finally figured out who this Hatbox ghost is, because he is the main person that all the other ghosts are afraid of. Right. And so they have to find the thing <laughs> so they can, you know, have this banishment spell to work okay right and in doing so uh you find that this movie really latches on to ben's grief because you know because he lost his wife and uh, really attached to that and uh, which true to the ride you know there's 999 ghosts here there but there's always room for one more which is part of the ride um the hat box goes needs that one more soul that one more person, but they have to do it willingly. So the reason why he's really kind of latching onto Ben is because of his, he's of his grief for the loss of his wife. So it's really interesting how they do this. Um, really don't want to get too much into it. Um, you know, without giving things away, but they, I think for a Disney movie, the acting was pretty well. I mean, it's, I don't want to say it's over the top. I mean, it's a Disney movie. It's perfect for what it is, you know? Yeah. For the type of movie it's trying to be, we'll, we'll, say, we'll go with that. Um, I love Danny DeVito. I, I will watch him just read the phone book. I don't care. I'm just, I, I love him so much. He's one of my favorite actors has been for decades. Um, 
So yeah, and he was great. Uh, Tiffany Haddish was great as as the medium. But Keith Stanfield, you know, for for a role that's you know just kind of a you know, just a Disney move, Disney Disney ride turned into a movie. Yeah. I think you really, I think you really tried to put something into this character. Yeah, some I think you really did a, a good job trying to like just be like his entire motivation is just grief. Yeah. Like he really has no reason to not to live, but no reason to try and do anything worth anything because he has no thing. He has no one to share his successes with. Yeah. And, and it kind of showed that he has a bit of, um, I guess, socially speaking, he doesn't really have the social skills. Yeah. And so the one person, well, he's a scientist, of, he's right. a scientist, let's face and it. And then the, and the one person that he kind of opened up to is not there. So yeah. he doesn't really want to get open or close to anybody else. So he's, and then, you know, he's doing the, the tour, the guided tour, just because that's what his wife did. And I guess that's a way to kind of keep her memory. But he doesn't really want to do that because he just. Right. But um, he does have a, one moment where he has a big, big emotional moment where he gives yeah. you the full story of what what's going on with him. He opens yeah. up, yes. you know, in a way that, you know, he wouldn't have done that earlier. Um, yeah, for this movie, like like I was saying before. It started off pretty strong, yeah. then kind of a little, little fumbled it toward the end. But I mean, you gotta, like you said, the great cast for what they've got, for what they were working with, they did well, and they're each individual characters. Um, I just kind of walked out saying, "Well, it's not exactly for me, but it was okay. <laughs> it was alright. Yeah. It's watchable." You know, of course, if you're yeah. having watched in the theater and it comes to Disney Plus later, it'd be perfect for streaming. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, yeah, it wasn't bad. Like I, had, I didn't know what to expect from it because I'd never watched the Eddie Murphy movie, right? Or the Muppet short. I haven't watched either of those, and um, but I went mostly for the, the cast just to see, yeah, how you put these, this you know this cast together, how well they play off each other. You know, I feel like maybe the chemistry wasn't completely there in all the scenes. Yeah, but, I could see that. And yeah. like Dana Vito and Lakeith when they did the the sketch when they went to the police station yes. for that, which they show in the trailer. I like that scene, you know. I think that a lot of that was improvised, too. I feel like there's so much. I feel like they left room for a lot of improv, improvisation in this movie. Yeah. For the yeah. character, which is which is good as long as it works. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like they kind of kept them, like, like you said, they left room for improv. Then they, they kind of kept them in a box like, yes, you got to stay within this, but just kind of let them do the thing. And like how some movies were, they just let them do whatever. And it doesn't really fit. <laughs> Yeah. So a lot of a lot of it did fit. Uh, one thing that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, did you ever see the movie The Haunting, which is also, which is also a remake? Uh, it had uh, The Haunting had William Neeson, um, Owen Wilson, Catherine Zeta Jones, uh, Lily uh, Taylor, something like that. Um, and I forgot who else were there there. Um, as an experiment uh, for people that are like uh, have a hard time sleeping or something like that, it was supposed to be like a psychological study. Anyways, turns out the house is haunted. And anyways, it's uh, it's not a bad movie. It's not a bad. I forgot what year that nineteen ninety whatever. Um, yeah, I don't think it's I not have. a bad movie. Yeah, it's not a bad movie. Uh, but there's a. <laughs> 
there's a scene with a ginormous fireplace mm-hmm. in it. And that's all I could think of when they went to, um, <clears throat> excuse me, when they went to the Crump Manor and they saw a giant fireplace there as well. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> but Owen Wilson wasn't in the scene, whereas in The Haunting, he was. And yeah, I was like, uh oh. <laughs> but it's interesting. So, that, speaking of that fireplace, the velvet rope and the whatever we call that, the, the stanchion or whatever, the pole mm-hmm. that the velvet rope goes on. That's modeled after all of that is modeled after the uh, the queue line when you are standing in line at the haunted mansion. Okay. So that all that's like yeah, it's like a little nod to that as well. So, okay. anyways, that is interesting. And uh, but yeah, uh, I liked it. In I liked what they were trying to do with it. Um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it'd be okay, but I think I know York enjoyed it way more than he thought he would. Yeah, I thought he probably was like, "Yeah, it'd be all right," but it turned out to be a lot better than both of us expected. So, anyways, um, I would say go watch it, but much like um, much like you, Patrick, if it comes to Disney Plus, it's there's no right. I mean, definitely worth going to go see. Um, either at home or in theater, especially if you're if you're trying to find a movie just to go see, yeah. to get out of the heat. Our theater was jack the AC was jacked up. I mean it, it was working just fine. <laughs> York had to borrow my long sleeve shirt, because for once, for once, my middle score did not have a hoodie on in hundred degree weather. Yes, I too am shocked as well. Hey, my daughter did that too. We went we went to the movie a couple weeks ago. She had on a long sleeve sweater. I'm like. I know it's going to be cold in the theater, but maybe take it off right now while we're walking in because it's hot. But uh, I don't know what it is. It just, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, it is. Like, I had mine wrapped around my waist until yeah. we went in there. Yeah. And I mean, we didn't even, I, we made, I think we made it three steps into the theater. I was like, whew, it's like a 15 <laughs> degree difference Dang. in here. It's crazy. And I should have told him, but I forgot. And then Grayson had to borrow mine for Ninja Turtles. So and yeah. she actually, and that was for her legs because she had a hoodie. I brought a hoodie for her, but she still had shorts on. So she had to use my hoodie to cover her legs up. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, all right. We ready for our next one? Yeah. All right. Oh, goodness. All right. So. For our next one, we went and saw Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem. So we, uh, <laughs> and this one, again, it honestly kind of surprised me, and I was very happy for it. This one I took Grayson to go see, because yeah. uh, she actually had interest in going to see it. I didn't think York did, so um, while he was on his way no, while he was out uh, in Chicago with his best friend Frankie, and they were uh, at Wallapalooza, I took Grayson to go see uh, the new Ninja Turtles movie because she actually said she actually wanted to go see it. I'm like, all right, yeah, sure. This one is rated PG with a runtime of one hour, 39 minutes. 
The film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work to earn the love of New York City while facing down an army of mutants. Uh, this is directed by Jeff Rowe and Kyle Kyler Spears, written by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, as well as Jeff Rowe, Dan Hernandez, and Benji Samet. So, yeah. Uh, starring the voice talents of Micah Abbey as Donatello, Shimon Brown Jr. as Michelangelo, Nicholas Cantu as Leonardo, Brady Noon as Raphael, Ayo Edebiri as April O'Neil, <coughs> excuse me, Maya Rudolph as Cynthia Utram, John Cena as Rocksteady, Seth Rogen as Bebop, Rose Byrne as Weatherhead, Nat- Natasia Dimitrio as Wingnut, uh, Giancarlo Esposito as Baxter Stockman, Jackie Chan as Splinter, Ice Cube as Superfly, Paul Rudd as Mondo Gecko, Post Malone um, as uh, Ray Filet. Did you know Post Malone's real name is Austin Post? Really? <laughs> Those last name is it's just funny it's just funny to know rappers real names and you're like wow that seems a little i can see yeah. why they're doing that yeah yeah stick to your stage name <laughs> yeah uh hannibal burris as genghis frog and jimmy donaldson as <laughs> oh yeah it's not a square guy so yeah uh a lot of good talent <laughs> so yeah so this movie came out august 2nd Basically, you find out the Turtles' origin story. You find yeah. out ba- Baxter Stockman's origin story, who's a scientist working to working, basically doing experiments to try and evolve a fly. His his fly, his ha- giant house fly. His pet fly. And in this secret, like government agency, I guess, group comes in to try and not necessarily stop him, but tries to get. <laughs> Uh, I, I kind of want to use him. Like get him yeah, and use, his, use him, use him yeah. in in his uh, experiments for what know, they wanted. Of course, yeah, for what they yeah, wanted. But, yeah, to weaponize it. So yeah, in doing so, causing an exploit. You know, the fight ensues, an explosion happens. Yeah, and uh, Baxter drops uh, this vial, or it's more than larger than vial, but. We'll say a cylinder. There we go. Yeah, that works. Yeah, there we go. This giant, I mean, everybody knows the origin story. Yeah. <laughs> giant cylinder falls down, goes into the sewer, breaks open, turtles walk into it. Ta-da. But you also find out Splinter's origin story, which we've never had before. At least not At least like I've this. Never seen. I, other than the, the live 1990, 1990 yeah. movie. But, yeah. Yeah. And he's just New York rat. <laughs> New York rat trying, you know, that everybody's terrified of. And so therefore that's where his splinter develops this. It's it's not exactly racism. <laughs> Speciesism. Just like, he just doesn't like humans because they treat yeah, him. Yeah, he doesn't like humans because the way him. they treated him. Yeah. And what was it? The one friend he had was a, was a roach and then he got stepped yeah. on. Yeah. It's like it just furthered his cause. Like, I just don't like humans. Yep. <laughs> oh, and man. so he... You know, but then these he notices the turtles start evolving because of the use, you know, mutating, I guess we'll say. 
Yeah. Because it's in the title. We'll say mutating. <laughs> yeah. It's not but, Teenage Evolving Ninja Turtles. So. And I, I guess since, you know, the Roach thing, this is the next set of creatures or living yes. things that didn't try to kill him or eat right. him. And so he kind of, I guess, had a fondness for them for that. Yes. And then, you know, he's pulling them along. He gets contaminated with the ooze as well. Yep. And because of, I guess, his age as a rat, he grows up and he's kind of like a human size, but kind of yes. older. And then they, since they're baby turtles, they still stay babies. But as they grow, they start to get right. human size as well. <laughs> the big turtle exactly. heads. <laughs> big turtle heads. Yep. And then uh, to help defend himself or defend the turtles against humans, he's watching old kung fu movies. <laughs> Featuring Jackie Chan. <laughs> Featuring Jackie Chan. Who, of course, does the voice of Splinter. So, And I think one of my favorite things about this movie, that the movie the movie's very smart in the way it handles its animation. Animation is not animation you've seen. It is, it's, it seems like it has, like, sharper edges. I mean, is that, a, if that's a way to describe it. Like, it's it's not very clean I mean, in its I, animation. It's kind I mean, of spider verse. The, the, only, the only thing you can compare it to is that, but it's not, it's it's like copy the homework, but change it, you know? So it's yes. not, it's not as in depth with animation as they right. are, but it's yes. in the area. It's like, Hey, we we're learning. <laughs> we're, yes. we're, we're seeing what you and did. And it's so different, it's, which makes yeah. it look, which makes it stand out more. Yes. But what I like about it is that it's attention to detail of, Okay, we're going to have this fight with Splinter. How do we want to do this? Well, it's played by, hey, did y'all hear? We got Jackie Chan to play the voice of Splinter. Yeah. Oh, snap. Okay. I know. <laughs> say less. Right. <laughs> They're like, say less. Like, and they done. Yes. Just incorporate. And they legit take various different fight scenes that Jackie Chan has done in his movies throughout the years and incorporated it into these fight scenes with Splinter. Mm-hmm. So you're seeing Splinter fight in the exact same way you have seen Jackie Chan fight in movies in the past. Yep. Legit, I told Patrick this after we watched it. I said, legit, the only thing I didn't see was Splinter fight using a ladder, which I've seen Jackie Chan do in like three movies. Yeah. And I said, they must be saving that for a sequel. They have to. I mean, you don't, you can't just, can't pull the ladder out for the first one. Right. Yeah. It'll be that fight with Shredder. It'll be that fight with Shredder. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) Okay, Shredder's got his his claws, so I'm going to pull out this ladder. (laughs) They're in the construction site, you know. Yeah. And then, boom, there's this ladder. (laughs) I got this. (laughs) Go, Ninja, go, Ninja, go. Uh, I got that song in it, too. Yep. I was like, Uh, A lot of a lot of references. I I, oh, I, I want to watch it again because yes, I know I know I didn't catch them all, but um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, I was smiling throughout. Oh yeah, so the turtles as they grow up, they're having to stay in the sewers. They're having to stay yeah. in the dark, but they're still having to run errands and get food and all other grocery necessities. But they're having to like be ninjas about stealing all the stuff from like a bodega. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, New York. And as they're heading back, they see 
there's a movie in the park and they see Ferris Bueller's Day Off being played. And it's the yeah. scene where it's saying, shake it a baby. Twist and shout. There we go. And on the float, and they're like, you know, I just want to go to a high school where all of this ha- actually happens. Yeah. Which, you know, it's not actually what happens in high school, but. Um, that's all they know. They just <laughs> want to go to school. Yeah, that's all they know. Yeah. So, and they just want to go to a school where they could be accepted. Yeah. And uh, so they end up while uh, training one day. That's when the throwing stars end up <laughs> going rogue, I guess you could say. <laughs> yes. And then lands lands in April O'Neil's helmet, and she's shouting at the turtles, but can't see them. And then someone steals her scooter. Mm-hmm. So the turtles have to go rescue the scooter. And of course, Leo falls in love. You know, so he's like, he's the leader, but he's also, you know, the one that's like by the books. When you know, Master Splinter says, blah blah yes. blah blah blah. Until this, yeah, I guess that that rush of, you know, they're teenagers. They're actually teenagers. The yeah, that's the thing. They're 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 actually teenagers in this. So he reacts like a teenage boy would. You see an attractive yeah. girl. Scooter stolen. I got to go help her. Yeah. We got to get that go back. Got to yep. get that back. And this is like their first ever actual fight. Fight. Yes. So they've trained, but they've never actually had practical or <laughs> implied right. it to real life. Right. And it's, it's very sloppy, but it they're is. successful. Yep. <laughs> they're just by, just by, by luck. Yep. It, I mean, they show some skills, but yeah. you can just tell this. This is not what they normally do. Yeah. So, yeah, it was pretty. You see where they got more work to do, right? Exactly. Yeah, take you gotta take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> but they meet April, becomes friends with April, mm-hmm. um, and they're trying to find out who the Superfly is, and that's stealing all the stuff and everything. She takes them to their high to her high school where she's uncovered a bunch of stuff. Um, so it's at nighttime, so of course nobody's there at the high school. Right. So they finally get to go into a high school, and you know they're. It's like going somewhere that you've always wanted to go, and then just literally taking it all in. Yeah. And just being excited about the smallest little details about things. Just the experience. Yep, the experience. <laughs> Mikey gets all excited because they're because someone has Attack on Titan on their locker. Mm-hmm. To which I was like, ah, oh, York could be all about this. Yep. And I looked at Grayson, and Grayson's like, what? So, yeah, me and Bubba watched that shit. She goes, I know. <laughs> she doesn't like it because it's gross. Yeah. At least she knows. Titans are, she knows. Yeah, oh, yeah. Titans are derpy. York and I finished this, or fin- finally finished the first season. We're on episode three of the second season. Or I guess I should say, I am on episode three of the second season. He's already seen it all but yeah anyways i was able to get a reference and i was excited and it wasn't even about the scene on the walker it's something that uh plays out later in the movie that's really dope that i actually out loud (laughs) was able to to say what what happened because i actually knew it and i felt like yeah i felt proud of myself like good job dad (laughs) (laughs) see what spending time with your kids will do Taking interest in see what taking interest in their interests could do just help your pop culture knowledge even more. Just expands it. Exactly. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so they find out 
uh, what April knows and everything. They're having to go back uh, to try and devise some sort of plan. But they had to get back because, you know, Splinter's been waiting. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, we got lost or trying to come up with a different excuse. And, of course, Splinter's not buying it. Yeah. And then, you know, each night they keep going out for a little bit of time and having to come up with excuses about why they're going out. Because they don't want him to know that they're hanging out with a human. Right. Someone that actually accepts them. Yes. So when they actually try and meet up with uh, Superfly. They hang out for a while and everything until they realize, oh, crap, this guy's wanting to do bad things. Yeah. But now they're trying to escape him. (laughs) And the best thing ever in a theater full of maybe 20 people, maybe 20 people, because we went to like a, I want to say like a 440 matinee or something like that. Okay. In the middle of the week or on Thursday, on Thursday. Yeah. And <laughs> it was uh, it was when because Ice keeps doing the voice and as part of his dialogue, he drops NWA lyrics and then me and, about, and I can hear one other parent start <laughs> start quoting the lyrics alongside and then clap. Both of us clapped afterwards because <laughs> <laughs> we're like, yes, that's awesome. It was, just all, it was just great. It was amazing. I was like, I love this so much. I love, again, there, this movie's attention to detail about the smallest things. They they allow, like, Easter eggs. They're almost like Easter eggs, really, mm-hmm. for the voice actors that they go ahead and put into this movie. And it's just, <laughs> it just adds some, it adds just a different kind of layer to yeah. it. Like, this movie's great for kids. But it's, it makes it even that much better for adults that know these actors and what they have done in their past, either right. movies or music, for that matter. And the fact that they're able to sneak that stuff in there as like a little wink <laughs> to the right. adults in the audience. True. I mean, you got Jackie Chan, got to put some Jackie Chan stuff in, Ice Cube, <laughs> put his put his stuff in there. Yeah. And then Seth Rogen is playing a Warhog again. <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> I was just like, all right. And then, even though Bebop's a different wrestler, John Cena yeah. is playing Bebop, but in the li- in the movie, um, Seamus, who's a wrestler, played him in the last Turtles Live movie. Oh, crap, that's right. Yeah. Holy cow. So, <laughs> I completely forgot about that. Yeah. So I was like, Seamus, all right. <laughs> the wrestler from Nashville, Tennessee. There you go. Oh, see, I didn't Donaldson know that. At that. Donaldson at that. Yeah, I think Dang. it's actually from down down the road. Yeah, he goes down to Rick's Comic City every now and then. Okay, see, I didn't know that. <laughs> yep. And he's a uh, he goes to the Nashville Soccer Club, uh, Nashville Soccer Games. Uh, Beth uh, York's mom's run into him a couple times. So yeah, cool. he was the he was the Grand Marshal of the Donaldson Christmas Parade two years ago, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's from around here. I am not a wrestling fan, or at least not a current wrestling fan. Mine's, yeah, I mean, I'll watch. More, uh, oh, I, mine, mine's more early, early 90s. Late yeah, 80s. I, I no, keep 80s up with it. Wrestling. Yeah, I keep up with it mostly because of the video games that I play. And, yeah. And YouTube. I mean, it's, you know, and I, I didn't watch the most recent pay-per-view, so I keep up with it, but I don't watch it like I used to. 
Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, I couldn't tell you who any of these people are. I could find. I'll find out that they were wrestlers whenever they're in movies. I've never yep. seen John Cena wrestle, or I've never seen The Rock wrestle. Dang. That's how long. That's how long ago it's been since I've watched wrestling. Like. Wow. Yeah. Batista. Yep. You mean the, you mean Drax? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I know Drax. So. Okay. Yeah, I don't know any of these <laughs> wrestlers turned actors. I just know them as actors. Oh, they also wrestled. Oh, okay. Like cool backstory. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, no, it's. Um, I like how they were able to incorporate so many different of the mutants, you know, different character, you know, mutant characters. Yeah, they put a lot. That I was like, I wouldn't expect it. Yeah. And I loved Paul Rudd's Mondo Gecko. That's like one of my favorite characters, I think. Yeah. For like sure. First, it's weird because at first I thought it was like another, like they like slid Pete Davidson there again. That's right. what I thought at first. Yeah. I was like, no, that's, that's not him. Yeah. I know it's I know it's a familiar, but it's not him. Yeah. And so No no no, it's the other it's the second nicest guy in Hollywood. <laughs> but yeah. Um and then Post Malone's Ray Filet has to sing his name. <laughs> yeah. And Superfly like, man, stop all that singing, man. Stop it. <laughs> yeah. So why do you always gotta sing? It's like, man, you just you're just feeling it. Right. Just feeling it. I know you better. That's it. That's what, what do you do? So don't hate, don't hate, no. appreciate. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, um, I'm curious what they'll do. Cause I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a sequel. It's definitely there, gonna, yeah, because be there was one. a very, I mean, it's, there was one post credit which was not even a full post credits. No, it's just it was it was like a little 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 little, little before credit stinger. Just yeah, so was, yeah. There you go. So you know, it shows Shredder. You know, so obviously they're gonna. He it. knew that was coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had to because he wasn't in the entire movie. Mm-mm. So, but I think it. I think that's a good one. I think it's good to have a, a different villain as your primary villain instead of using the same one over and over. It's like using, it's like Batman trying to use the Joker over and over. It's like, yeah. dude, we did it. We've seen it. Yeah, it was somebody else. Please, and they finally do it, and they give you. a you know. have so many. <laughs> like, exactly. Why stick with the same ones all the time? Right. So. Yeah. No, they did. I think they did an excellent job. I think this is a good one for really anybody that might like it. I mean, Grayson really enjoyed it. Um, she didn't <laughs> like to fly, but then again, she didn't like villains. But nobody likes villains. But no. Nah. If you don't like them, they're doing their job. <laughs> but she, yeah, exactly. But she enjoyed the rest of the movie. So yeah. But then when I was watching. I kept having little other references, like at the end, their their big battle at the end. I started thinking about right. Ghostbusters. Yep. Um, Ghostbusters too. Yep. And um, those other movies I kept thinking about while I was watching, like, okay, they pulled from this, which, or you can tell it was inspired by these different things. Yeah. But um, it was fresh. You took took a well known property and did something fresh with it. Yep. It wasn't like a remake reboot. It's just let's 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 do something different. <laughs> Right, and honestly, I hadn't really thought about the Ninja Turtles in forever. Right. Like, I think York watched them a little bit when he was like four or five, maybe. Yeah, and the Michael Bay uh, movies didn't really help. <laughs> right. But, at, least yeah. in this, at least in this one, Megan Fox isn't their, their owners that cast <clears throat> them aside. Oh, I'm like, Jesus. thank you. They're not somebody's pets. Exactly. <sighs> I mean, I guess they were, but yeah. not one of the main character's pets. 
So it's so here's the uh, <clears throat> and here's the thing. Like I didn't mind too much the last iteration of Ninja Turtles. I didn't mind it. Yeah. The only reason why I even remotely liked the second one was because um, was because it had Stephen Amell as Casey Jones. And, you know, somebody who's a big Arrow fan, I was like, all right, I'm on board. But even that, even I admit that movie's a little bit tough to watch. And I don't like the, I didn't like the uh, designs of the turtles either. Yeah, they look more alien than actual turtles. Yes. Yeah. But it was, yeah. How do you get Bebop Rocksteady right, but you can't get the turtles? Exactly. So, yeah. Um. But I mean, it seems like animated turtles is the way to go That's right. right now. Exactly. Like, because like after what was it? Nineteen ninety was the first turtles, and they had the sequel. After that second one, it just kind of went downhill. Yeah, they just hadn't got on track with the live action stuff. Right. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> That's why I was like, uh, we're gonna do turtles again. Okay. Uh, but. But yeah, um, but it was good that they, you know, they made them teenagers and they're voiced by teenagers yes. and it felt like you have a bunch of teenagers that don't know the world. But they have all these dreams of what they want to do. And, um, you know, both the turtles and April, they have their, their motivation for why they're doing what they're doing. Right. But then they have a lesson to learn from that. Exactly. Which was, which was a good lesson. Um, I mean, shoot. Basically, this is all about acceptance. Everybody, April, yeah. Turtles, Superfly, all the mutants, just about even Splinter. Everybody's got the same thing about being want to be accepted. Right. And they go do, you know, kind of they do certain things they think they need to do. But at the end of the day, you just got to be yourself. Yeah. And, if, and the movie had an amazing soundtrack. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So in uh, kind of along those lines, Seth, so Seth Rogen said he uh he kind of refers to like the soundtrack of the movie as kind of like uh Tony Hawk's Pro Skater just a collection of amazing music that just fits perfectly you know yeah. and that everyone will know and love so yeah and it's just there's no like one specific artist there's just it's just music everybody knows yeah you can see along so when you hear it on screen and it fits perfectly it's not like some weird Zack Snyder Justice League that has music in like random moments that isn't really that great or people don't really it just doesn't fit right. Um, it lets you know they put thought into yes. the movie to go along with what they're presenting. Yes. Instead of just like, hey, here's this new artist we want you to like. <laughs> like, no, this is actually good songs. People you're gonna recognize, but um it fits what you're watching. Just like with I mean Spider Verse. The Guardians movies. Yeah. You know, just let you know that they, they take into account the music along it with the movie instead of one being secondary and the other being primary together. Yeah. Um, and did you notice that the high school that uh, April O'Neill goes to is Eastman High School, which is a reference to Kevin Eastman, the creator of co-creator yeah. of Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Yeah. I like that, too. Um, yeah. Definitely be adding this to my collection. Yeah. It was just really, really well done and just really thought out. And I love that. Uh, um, I like the part where 
so they so okay so currently so mirage put out originally put out um mirage comics originally put out the ninja turtles title and then they much like a lot of different things have had different iterations and so um I know when I think it's at IDW at the moment, or at least during 2019, and they end up doing a team up with Batman. So that's why, you know, the there's a scene which the other turtles are giving Leo, you know, uh, a bunch of shit because he's using the Batman voice. Yeah, he keeps using the Batman voice, man. That's weird. Why do you keep doing that? So that's kind of also kind of a nod to their team up, and then they all, but they also. So what's great about this? Everything. They kind of ground it's much as a movie like this can be grounded, but they ground it in the fact that, hey, DC still DC exists, you know, because, hey, we know Batman, the character is a character. But yeah. we also but they also referenced Marvel as well. Yep. So everybody got a got their moment, I guess you could say. Yep. Um, and I know right now there's a Ninja Turtles Stranger Things team up. Or crossover, I guess I should say. I haven't read it, but I saw it at the comic book store when I was there last. So I was like, oh, but that'd be interesting. Yeah. Weird kind of take on that, but all right. Okay. Got to keep the turtles out there. Yep. And it's timeless. I mean, because so York and I, when we were at, after we got done with watching Haunted Mansion, went to Books a Million because it's right there and walked around and looked. And he had been talking about getting The Last Ronin. Which mm-hmm. is a Ninja Turtles title that's very well known, but I've never read. But it's very popular and has. Been, I know there's been talks about there uh, about a movie being made about a Last Ronin, you know, based on that title. Yeah. Being floated around, so, well, you know, so I just so you know what I flipped through it. I'm like, all right, it looks pretty good for me, at least from the art and everything else that I could tell. I'm like, all right, this looks like it might be pretty pretty good so i'll tell you what we'll get this to share <laughs> yeah because i'm like okay it's 30 dollars. well if it's been 15 on him 15 on me all right then it seems as bad so all right we're going to share this one and it's yeah. a hardbound copy and everything so okay. so all right we're gonna we're, we'll figure this out so yeah i've heard of it yeah me too i've heard of it but i, and I hear about how amazing it is but i've yeah. actually read it so Anyways, we got it, so we're going to read it. I put it in his room for him to read first. I said, when you get done, you let me know, and then I'll read it. So, yep. Cool. You have anything else you want to add? No. I mean, okay. I think we think we pretty much covered yeah, everything of. we could without spoiling much. Yeah. So, okay. Definitely it's not check that out long. Both. It's like yeah. an hour, 39 minutes. So, Dude, yes. It's great runtime. Yes. So, Definitely would recommend seeing this. Also, for both movies, grab a hoodie and maybe a blanket. So it's going to be nice and chilly. At least in our theaters, it has been. Yeah. Um, I almost watched this on 40X, but I'm kind of, I don't know, I guess I'm kind of taking a break from 40X right now. Yes. Because we saw we saw a new trailer for Gran Turismo today. Mm-hmm. York yeah. and I did. I said, what do you think, IMAX? He's like, yeah, yeah that'd be good. Because I didn't even bring up 40X. Yeah. I'm like, that'd be good for 40. I'm like, nah, we don't need that. <laughs> like, because I'm like, nah. I don't think I need that for everything. Nah, just really do IMAX. I think enjoy the big screen. Yes. Chris, you know how the screen looks, the sound. Yeah. Boom. Just the atmosphere. Yeah. We're good. <laughs> that's that's what I, that's what I've been been liking about IMAX, which yeah. 
sometime this week, I'm going to try to catch Oppenheimer and IMAX. It's just every time I look, it's always full. Right. And so I'd like to be, I don't want to be that right there. Like I'm about yeah. to touch the sun. Exactly. So, I mean, there's like, there's been seats in the front, but I don't like sitting that close. So, right. Exactly. If I can get somewhere toward the back, then I'll try to check it out this week. Okay, cool. That's good. Speaking of this week, segway. <laughs> segway. Good job. Good job, Patrick. <laughs> I know you meant to do that. We Just have as I designed. Movie. I've only found one movie that's coming out, and that's The Last of the Demeter. The uh, Dracula, based on the Dracula story. Based on the, let me rephrase that, based on the very short part of the book of Bram Stoker's Dracula. Dang. <laughs> it's like, oh, so we're just taking like a very small section of this movie, or of this book, and turning it into a movie. Okay. Expand. Uh, all right. Well, we already know how it's going to end. <laughs> yeah. Damn, that is all that's really coming out this week, as far mm-hmm. as... I guess some I guess what you'd call big movies. Yeah. Um forgot what comes out next week. And that's, then that's uh, when we have uh Christmas comes out two weeks. I think Strays and Blue Beetle, I think with Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Blue Beetle Blue Beetle. I probably honestly I don't even know if I want to see Strays. I saw enough in the trailer, I'm like, okay, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. I don't know if I need to see more than that. I'll probably check it. You know, I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to hit the century mark for movies in the theater. Yeah. No, I get. I. I got it. I've come close like the last few years and just. Yeah. And done it. So, I think I'm like I'm halfway there. Okay. It's, it's August, so it's yeah. possible. It it's is. Possible. All right, go and get it, man. Um, I'm probably going to play catch up, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. Uh, because I still need to watch Talk to Me, which I think I actually do want to see. See, I've talked to myself. <laughs> talked to my yeah. Just I talked to but me. I, I, but I, I did give it. you a heads I up. I talked to me to do it. I did give you a heads up about the eye thing. You did. Which I think it should be obvious when that scene comes up, where you know that it's coming because it's. So I should see it coming, huh? <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs> <laughs> uh, and um. I thought there was a couple I was trying to get caught up on. I did finally see Haunted Mansion. So I you, oh, Meg 2. <laughs> I didn't watch that. You know, I, I went, I went that. back <laughs> and I watched The Meg, and I don't think, I don't, I feel like I watched it and maybe fell asleep on it. Yeah. Because I remember the part where the little girls, at, actually, it might just be the trailer yeah. <laughs> that yeah. I saw. But I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> I don't remember any of it at all but i feel like i have the movie i keep telling myself i have it but i don't think i do <laughs> so either this is some kind of mandela effect going on with me right that could be too though <laughs> so but yeah the whole time i still got 30 minutes left to watch it and i'll say they're pretty similar like okay so if you watch the first one thought it was okay yeah. the second one i think you'll be all right i mean i feel like jason statham you're good <laughs> and it's real just a I guess a little bit about it. It's kind of campy and cheesy. There's well, some, yeah. So it's full of camp. Is that why it's still, is that why it's rotten at 0% on Rotten Tomatoes? Because I, I was sitting there watching, like, I don't know how this is 0%. I mean, it's pretty much like the first one. Yeah. So it should be at least average or slightly above. Like, right. You know, like a 5 or a 6. At least 5 or 6. <laughs> you know, out of 10. <laughs> but, because um, I was, I had fun with it. Yeah. Just, and I was like, I don't, maybe it's just, to check the boxes for me 
I guess. Yeah. Um, and then I still want to see theater camp, which is out. So. Oh, make two's got 28% now. So it's up. There we go. Hey, yo. Audience score is 73. There you go. I'd, I'd be in that 73%. It's just, you know, people dealing with sharks that shouldn't be dealing with sharks. Oh, goodness. And then, oh, uh, Across the Spider-Verse drops, uh, I know, on iTunes on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, I pre-ordered the Blu-ray, so I'll be getting that next month. First week of next month. Yep. Yep. I got Guardians last week, so okay. <laughs> Even though I know it, I know it's on Disney Plus, but right, got to get the physical because you just never hey, know. It's okay, Christopher. No one's not big on streaming either. He prefers, yeah, he prefers Blu-ray as well. Quality's just better. Yeah, because I mean your your quality's based on your your data strength. <laughs> yep. So true story. Yep. And then speaking of Christopher Nolan, it's weird. I mean, it kind of makes sense. He directs Oppenheimer because. Tenet. Like, yeah. I was watching a trailer for Tenet. Well, it makes sense. He went from this to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because it's kind of in it's yep. in that area. Yeah. So I start to rewatch that too. I think I might rewatch it. I need him to cut. I need him to re-edit Oppenheimer like he would Tenet. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Uh, Einstein's just going backwards instead of forwards. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Start at the ending, then end at the beginning. Uh, uh. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> All righty. Well, let's, we better wrap it up. Yeah. All right, friends. Uh, thank you for listening. And thank you for being patient and letting us have a week off to, uh, at least for me, to try and recoup and get some adulting done. We come back. Kids will be back in school officially, and um, we'll have a lot that we have already watched that we still need to talk about. And we'll be playing, I guess, more of a catch-up episode. Catch-up. Yeah. yeah. I still have at least three more. Yep. I've got one, maybe two. <laughs> so yeah. that we haven't that we've had in the uh, head on hold. So we will talk to you about. So stay tuned for that. And thank you again, as always, for listening to us. And, oh, shoot, almost forgot. And congratulations to past guest and friend Trish C. for completing her movie, um, Sitting at Bars Eating Cakes, which will come out to Amazon Prime sometime next month. And we will be having her on after we've watched it so we can talk about it. So excited for that. So, yes. And then, of course, her brother Damien is the one who – directed the uh, new movie on Apple TV plus the beanie bubble. So definitely check that out. Cause I'll be talking about it next week. So with that being said, have an amazing week. We'll talk to y'all next week. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Also recommend us to someone that enjoys movies or also has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at Parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.